Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today we are heading to Atlanta to have a chat with Nishanka Debroy. Nishanka is not only a former chess player who has twice represented his state, but also the author of the thrilling historical fiction Checkmate. Additionally, he has recently released a new book titled 12 Short Tales, which is available for free on his website. So Nishanka, welcome. Thank you so much, Lucia. Really looking forward to this opportunity to, to connect with readers, to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I'm really excited to talk with you. I'm curious to know something. So as a former chess player, if you were to compare yourself to a chess piece, which one would you be and why? Wow, what a, what a fascinating question. I would say probably a knight, and, and here's why. The knight is one of the few pieces that can move to almost any square on the board, right? And so when you're trying to come up with a chess strategy, you're working with all the different pieces, bishops, knights, the queen, the rooks, but then the knight was the one piece that I felt most comfortable with because I could think several moves down the road and say, you know, the, my opponent can possibly not see it, but I can see my knight sitting over here and having a big impact on the game. And so I guess I see myself in, in that light because I try to think several steps ahead and, and, and try and position maybe my books, maybe my work, maybe my other ambitions in a way that I can see what, what the outcome will be several stages later but perhaps it's not obvious to, to somebody else. So maybe a knight, what, a, what, a, what an interesting question. Yes, you know, I played chess when I was a kid. Of course, I was not as good as you know. I was just playing to have fun. But I would love to be the queen because the queen has all that movement, horizontal, vertical, diagonal. But I would like to have to be a combination of the queen and the knight because the knight sometimes you don't realize that he's there you know exactly exactly now now a couple of things there the, the knight the knight does not move in the most obvious fashion right when you're when you're looking at a queen or a rook or a bishop they're moving either in diagonals or in straight lines but the knight moves in an L-shaped manner, yeah. right? So sometimes it's not obvious that, okay, the knight can go to these squares just because the way it moves is different. The other point I'll say about the queen is 
that the, the way the queen moves has changed a lot across centuries. Today, it's the most powerful piece on the board, in, in my opinion, and a lot of players would agree, but it wasn't always the most powerful piece. So it's just fascinating how a game evolves and the rules evolve and the, the power that, that, that a piece has today changes across time. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, I I asked this question for some friends when we were playing chess and nobody never said, I want to be the king. <laughs> this is funny. I think it's because he doesn't do much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the king can move a square in, in, in every direction, but basically the king is trying to stay protected in the game. And if the king is st suddenly starting to do a lot, it's either the end of the game or you're, you're in a bad situation because the king should be staying staying protected, right? But I I, I think the queen is one of the most proactive pieces and, and the same thing about the, about the knight. Yes. And imagine the combination of them. Absolutely. Now the queen and the knight often are, are a tremendous combination when the game is blocked meaning that when you have a lot of pieces on the board, the other pieces like bishops, rooks, they don't have space to move, right? But the knight can jump around. And that's why when there, when there are a lot of pieces on the board, the queen and the knight often have a tremendous combination in, in creating a checkmate. So, so it's a tremendous combination depending on the type of the game. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you have a unique background of being originally from India, but having spent a significant portion of your life in the United States. So could you share some insights about yourself and your journey? Yeah, absolutely. I, I find myself comfortable in many, many countries nowadays, and that's partly because I've moved around in, in life. I grew up in, in India, and then I came to the U.S. for college, I started in Arkansas, you, you, you'll probably find this very interesting given, uh, given the, the different places I've been to. Arkansas, then I moved to North Carolina, then I moved to Colorado Springs. I've now been in Atlanta for over a decade. And each of these places has been special in, in different ways. And I'm really happy in Atlanta now. And that's why I feel that when I go to India or when I'm coming back from India to the US, I feel comfortable in, in each country. And even when I go abroad for vacation or, or work, I find myself very comfortable in, in just familiarizing myself with a new place. From which city in India are you from? I spent most of my childhood in Delhi, which is one of the largest cities in India. Mm -hmm. And coming from Delhi to a small, small city in Arkansas was a, big, was a big change. And it also added richness to my life, just seeing how a small town centered on the university operated, right? But Delhi is where I spent most of my childhood. Mm -hmm. I've been to Chennai and I just love, wow. love food, people. I really want to go back to India. For sure, I will. <laughs> and Absolutely. You... And, and, now, yeah, and now travel is becoming easier and easier. There was a bit of a challenging time for the whole world the last, let's say, two, three years. But now travel is becoming easier. So I hope it happens. I hope it happens for you. Hopefully. And, um, you know, I truly believe, Nishanka, that playing chess has this incredible power to boost your imagination. Um, it's what I felt when I was playing as a kid. So what aspect 
of playing chess do you find most fascinating or captivating? Yeah, I would say that the organization that chess makes you learn repeatedly. For example, when you're trying to win a game of chess, you, you have to figure out where your pieces are going to start out. How do you organize them so that they're working together? And the ultimate objective is to obviously win the game by, by checkmating the opposition king. So that requires planning. And every game is different. So there's no recipe. What worked in a previous game will not work the next time. Right? So each game is almost a story. How do you set the pieces up? How do you make them work together? So I find that that uniqueness of every game fascinating as well as the as well as the fact that you still have to get them to all work together the pieces that is to to actually win the game and this lesson from chess actually translates to a lot of aspects of life whether it's writing a book or expanding one's career in other areas or even personal development this ability to organize and and handle unique situations in life is a lesson that carries over from chess so i find that fascinating along with many other things about chess. Mm -hmm. And what was the longest duration you have ever spent playing a single game of chess? Wow, yeah, that was probably four or five hours. No four way. or five hours. Yeah. And those those are the games that actually I that I actually enjoyed the most. Now some of those games I, I won, some obviously I, I didn't, but the I always used to try and bring persistence, concentration, those elements into the game, because that is a way to sort of enhance your skill set, especially when you're against a better, when you're playing against a better player, that person may have greater skills than you or, or me, but I may have greater concentration and determination. So when the game goes for four or five hours, those elements start coming into the picture and you have a greater chance, especially against, I guess, players who are stronger in skill set because you've you're trying to win now not just based on skill set but also stamina so i enjoyed those games a lot and sometimes people would get bored watching the game because hour after hour there's not much has changed on the board but i used to find those fascinating because now you can actually see the the impact of the of the four or five hours of concentration on the opponent's face right so i, I used to find those particularly enjoyable mm -hmm. and i in my opinion playing chess for hours makes you develop your patience unless you give up you you have to stay there and and also maybe help reducing your anger and thinking mm -hmm. of your problems calmly what do you think about it yeah i'd say that chess makes you focus in a very in a very specific manner on trying to win the game. And because, because one is doing that, it's hard to think about other things as well, right? Because yeah. in chess, you have to stay in the game because you're, you're thinking of ideas that have not occurred on the board yet, right? You're trying to imagine that two moves down the road, four moves down the road. The moment some other thought comes into one's mind, you lose the calculation in your, in your mind, right? Now you've forgotten what will happen. So if you want to be a good chess player, you have to sort of set those ideas aside otherwise you'll forget what's what, what could happen right so yeah. absolutely step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Can you tell us a little bit? I'm so curious. Oh, my gosh. So about the plot of Checkmate, without giving away any spoilers, and I want to know if it's available in the U.S. because I know you published it in India. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Checkmate was published in the Indian subcontinent a few years ago. Now it is my my dream, my ambition, my my endeavor to bring it to the rest of the world, including the U.S. Let's say in this year, if if all goes well, because I'm really excited to see what the what the response would be. A little bit about what Checkmate is. We've talked about playing chess, but many years after my competitive chess playing days, writing and chess intersected. And I asked the question, what led to the game of chess? Was somebody just sitting on a Sunday afternoon thinking that, let me come up with a game? Or was there a more mysterious, maybe dramatic reason for the creation of chess? Chess is a game where you're trying to defeat the opposition king. So surely, the origin of chess has something to do with conflict. And that is the, I, that is the premise of Checkmate. It's set in two parallel storylines, one in fifth century India with a warrior trying to defend his country. And in the 21st century, there's a businesswoman who's forced back to India because her father has passed away and she's trying to manage his estate and she's plunged into this mystery about chess. And that's when these two storylines intersect where she follows the trail of clues to discover how chess came about. So that's the premise. Mm. And actually, some people speculate that it had an educational also and philosophical purposes. Because if I'm not wrong, it, as you said, it was created in India. Is that correct? Yeah, there are quite a few quite a few theories out there. One of the one of the most common theories is that it was created in India, and I I sort of try to research books on chess, books on ancient Indian history. That is there a place where it says, "Here is how chess was created," and 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 this is the name of the person who created chess. But what I found was that before the sixth century, there is not much information. So certainly chess emerges in the sixth century, but maybe what happened in the fifth century? So that, that's when I tried to ask these questions and, and came up with my own fictional account of the origin of chess. Good, thank you. And I don't know if you had challenges to bringing Checkmate to a global audience. And if yes, can you tell us what challenges did you face and when it was going to be published for us to read it? Yeah, absolutely. Now, one of the challenges that I faced when publishing Checkmate a few years ago was we were just in the, in the pandemic at the time. So it was primarily a digital launch. I did not have the opportunity to go out there and, and meet readers and have coffee with, with people and talk about the book in person. But Thanks to my publisher, we were able to do a digital launch, which, which I really appreciated. Now, in terms of bringing Checkmate to the rest of the world, of course, one of the main points is that how do I make it accessible to a wider audience? Because 
Checkmate is a book set in, in India primarily. And I wanna make, make that accessible to a broader audience so that rather than getting bogged down by details of the exact language spoken in the fifth century or the clothes worn in those times, the focus is on the mystery and, and the game of chess, which is what resonates or would resonate with a lot of people who love this game of chess and, and love mystery fiction across the world. So the, the, the challenge, the let's say what I'm working on right now is to make Checkmate accessible with its content to anybody who loves mysteries and chess in particular. I'm here, okay, ready to read this book. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And I've actually got a, I've got a, this is the version of the book that I'm holding it up for, for listeners, but this is the version of the book that was published in the Indian, Indian subcontinent and really looking forward to maybe in the next six months to bring it to the rest of the world. And I'd be, I'll be sure to let you know, as well as other readers that I keep in touch with through my web website. Yes, hopefully, actually, uh, you that are there, uh, listen to us, just download our magazine, The Relatable Voice, free of charge, and you'll be able to see the cover of Checkmate and also to learn a little bit more about Nishanka and check his website as well. You've published a collection of 12 short tales. What themes or ideas do these stories explore? Yeah, absolutely. The, the overarching concept is that there are so many incidents that occur around us on a day-to-day -day basis, but we sometimes don't question them. What, what story lies behind a particular incident, right? Whether it is, let's say, a toy or a box that has not been touched for, 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 for decades, but it's not discarded either, right? So just little anecdotes here and there that trigger a question. They're meant to spark emotion, spark the curiosity, and I wanted to keep them short so that the focus is on how seemingly innocuous observations could have a story behind them. So that's the idea behind 12 short tales. These are, these are free. And a lot of them were, came, up, came up in my mind in the last two, three years as we were dealing with strange times across the world and all kinds of incidents that perhaps would have been uncommon in previous, previous years. So that's the idea behind 12 short tales. It just looking around us and seeing, seeing incidents and really questioning them. And that is a theme that actually ties to my work in general, because even with Checkmate, there's the game of chess. A lot of us play game, the game of chess, but have you ever asked how did chess get created? So just this, this theme of questioning what's around us. And like you mentioned, 12 Short Tales is free on my website. And it's also an opportunity for me to showcase to to readers that here's the kind of fiction that I'm working on. And if they're interested, I'd love to stay in touch with them. Wow, that's so nice from you to give it for free. And people, we cannot lose this opportunity. I'm going to download it as soon as we finish this interview, for sure. Sounds good. Yes, and also you told us that you are fascinated by numbers. Mm -hmm. So how do you think your understanding of numbers has influenced your thinking or decision-making in areas beyond mathematics, such as everyday life or other disciplines? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that question. Now, numbers are another area that, that I have gone far deeper than perhaps most people around me. 
but basically i i think of numbers as a way of understanding the world around us just the way that we can read a book we see letters and words in the book and they and they, and we can and we can read a story we're drawn into a world with the characters and the plot and the and the background world that, that that the story is set in same thing when you're looking at a painting the colors come together to create this unique experience and with music right words and lyrics come together and you have your your transported into a different let's say let's say setting where you're captivated the same is true of numbers i see numbers as a way of communicating and this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24/7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Numbers for me have had a far greater impact than math exams and and tests like you mentioned. It's a way of understanding the world, right? i can i could go on for a while about how numbers have helped me in life but they're actually a way of interpreting the world whether it is trying to hold on to memories or trying to find patterns in in conversations that i have with people remembering certain aspects picking me up from moments of feeling low and i and my this is actually tied to a non-fiction idea that is really about how we can make numbers accessible to people who are scared of them this this book that i'm thinking of writing is not for people who are experts at understanding numbers but it's for people who are scared of numbers there are people out there that that freeze when they have to see an when they see an equation or they see a bunch of numbers and i want to share my experiences so that numbers come across as allies for those individuals just another way of interpreting the world like music like colors like words are it's nice so after checkmate is published in the US you're going to publish this one the new one yes that that's the that's the idea i really want to really want to get this book out there see what people's reaction is and and most importantly see if it can start helping people sooner mm-hmm. rather than later so that's the idea behind getting my numbers book out there and i'm sure i'm going to build on it add more to it but i really want to start already hopefully being having the opportunity to help people with what i've learned about numbers so really excited wonderful so you come back to the show absolutely happy to anytime yeah yeah thank you and would you like to leave a message for our listeners today sure couple of messages one is that there is a story to be told about almost any experience we come come, come across so the curiosity is what has led me to write a lot of these stories and if you'd like to learn more about my work and what i'm up to in the coming weeks and months feel free to stop by my website authordebroy.com and grab a copy of my short work it's it's free 12 short tales and i'd love to stay in touch with you and hear from you thank you so much oh that's precious and are you on social media as well yes i probably should do more with social media but i but i am on facebook and twitter so how's your name on twitter and facebook is the same name nishanka Yes, yes, it's the same name. Now with Twitter it's Nishank D. So I'm pretty easy to find there are not that many people named Nishank that I've come across. So it'll be very very straightforward to find me and would would love to hear from 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 you all. 
It was a pleasure to speak with you today, Gishanka. You are such a young thinker. I would like to tell you that you are always welcome to the RV. And for our listeners, please check out Gishanka's website and our magazine. He's there. You can find it at relatable-media.com. Grab your magazine for free and find more about Nishanka. So thank you again, Nishanka, for your participation. Absolutely. Thank you, Lucia, for, for having me. And I really appreciate everything you, you and your team are doing to, to help readers discover authors, to, to have these conversations with authors and, and other, other, let's say, individuals and creative pursuits. So really impressed by all the work that's being done. And I, it was a pleasure to be here once again. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.